0: You are listening to the Masters self-love podcast welcome or welcome back this is a podcast with all things self-love and self-awareness and I am Larissa Gonzalez and I talk about you know my experiences with learning to love myself and I want to share that with all of you because if you're here you are tired of feeling like you are not enough and you want to learn to love yourself and accept yourself because deep down i feel like you know you know who you truly are so it's my job to help you get there to reconnect with yourself um, through my experiences so today's episode i am going to talk about tips on how to cope with suffering Uh, I want to kind of talk about what I've been going through here lately, Um, but I think it's so important because I feel like we're not taught how to do that, how to cope with suffering, and suffering is inevitable, uh, being that a lot of things happen in life, and sometimes we can get trapped there and not know how to deal with it, and that's when a lot of people can really you know uh, go downhill and ruin their life because that emotional pain is just too much and um, so I want to talk about how you can pull yourself back up and how you can heal in a healthy and prosperous way Uh, because the the reality of life is that you know terrible things will happen and and there's no escaping that. So we can only learn how to cope and deal with it. So if you want to learn you know, those tips on how to cope with suffering, then please keep listening. Alright, so I hope you all are doing well. Um, I'm going to be posting this in April, but today I'm recording this and it's March 23rd um, I'm, I'm actually recovering from PRK LASIK surgery so I thought this was the perfect time to record as I really can't do much um, so I thought you know this is the great time to do that because I've been wanting to record this episode on how to cope with suffering because I about a month ago um, got a terrible phone call in in the morning, you know, that my cousin's husband, uh, passed away, uh, unexpectedly, unexpectedly, in a car accident, and, you know, here, everything, I, I, you know, I was finally in a good place, and then it all came crashing down again, and I, I don't know if you can hear my voice It's starting to choke up because it's it's still you know a terrible thing that my family had to go through and is going through um so yeah my my cousin's husband uh, was only he just turned 35 in January and um you know he's him and my cousin had been married it's actually going to be their anniversary and at the end of March here and it was going to be their ninth anniversary married and you know I stood in their wedding and they have uh, a son together who's only gosh what 9 years old he, he might not even be that old um, and he had a, another son which he's only like 11 and then um a daughter who is about 13 um, and then my cousin's daughter is his stepdaughter she's uh, gonna be graduating high school this um, coming May so I mean just young kids that are now fatherless um, so it was, it was just a tragedy that I just I mean nobody ever expected that to happen um, so you know, here I had to fly back home and uh, I mean, it was just rough on me uh, you know, I ha- I couldn't sleep like those few days uh, because I was like, you know, I just wanted to get there uh, to see my family, to be with them because I called them but it's really hard to, you know my cousin didn't really want to talk much, I mean, I, and it's understandable Um, So I really just didn't know how everybody was and so I had like no sleep um, and then I flew over there and, uh, you know, had to go through the process of, you know, just the services and all of that and, you know, they asked me to do, a a lot of my family likes to ask me to do the readings at the church, uh, we're Catholic, so there's uh readings uh, at least two readings at the church and they asked me to do that and i love doing it um but it was just so you know a weird experience you know um it's kind of like you're, you're i'm standing there reading and i'm like this is not really what i'm doing right now this is not happening right now um and that's exactly how my cousin felt I mean, she was just like, this is not happening right now, I'm I'm not burying my husband right now, um, so it was all just, again, too much, um, you know, it, this is the same side of my family that had to, um, you know, my cousin was murdered, you know, and it's just like, you just start to think, like, what it like, you know is this what's going on here like this is terrible and you know so you know I can only be there for you know a a few days and I had to fly back and um so you know and that's the the tough part about losing people and with tragedies too is like you know, life doesn't stop, you know, all of us had to go back to work, and, and I'm actually proud that my cousin, you know, was actually wanting to go back to work, and, um, she's been doing that, and I'm, I'm actually, that actually makes me very happy, um, so, but yeah, that's, it's, it's just, so, for me, you know, I don't know, I can't speak for what my cousin's going through, um, and the kids, I mean, obviously they're, you know, having a harder time, um, as they would, you know, see this person every day and whatnot. Um, but for me, you know, um, it was just like, and I'm sure they were feeling the same way. It's like, you know, this horrible thing happens and like, but everything around you is, still going, and is the same, and, and your co-workers, and people on the street are, are just, you feel like everybody should be, like, grieving, too, you know, or like, but they're not, and that's, you know, that makes sense, I mean, you only know what you're going through, and so it just feels like, just life is unfair in those moments, um, and, for me, I mean, it took, like, it was about, I can't even, oops, my cat pressed the movie, um, so it took me about, gosh, I can't even remember, about a month to just come out of this dark cloud, you know, that's what I was thinking, like, just, you know, what, like, this life is just unfair, I was just kept thinking that, and, you know just I just kept thinking about how sad this is for my cousins and like I just couldn't believe that they had to that they're going through this like I just it just was terrible and and then for me what was bad was like I was you know I had all these sad feelings and grief and I was kind of not allowing myself to feel it, because I was like, if I, you know, they're going through it much worse, like, I need, so I was, like, telling myself, like, be strong, because, you know, they're going through it a lot more, you know, so I was kind of, like, trying to tell myself, like, to not be sad or something, you know, and that's where that's not good, and that's where I want to talk about step number one which is just like allowing yourself to grieve no matter what because we all everybody's affected by this you know sure my cousin and, and the kids are gonna go about it in a, in a different way and have a different pain but everybody's allowed to grieve and feel sad about it. I mean it's a terrible situation so just allow yourself to feel this pain and it and it hurts i the, i mean there were it went on for so long that i was like i'll do it like i can understand where people just want to numb the pain and that's where people it can really go downhill quick which you can numb the pain with alcohol drugs um sex uh, food uh, there's just a lot of things that you can try to numb it in a negative way and I'm saying food like I'm saying like binging and uh, and stuff like that um, and so you know I, I started saying to myself you know I should just drink you know the wine and to make this go away and you know you you have lots of thoughts of like just throwing in the towel and giving up on everything you know um but that's where you need to just feel what you're feeling um another i listened to this video and it was interesting this lady said that it's our deepest of uh, grieving feeling will peak at about 90 seconds so it's not very long and and she even said that 90 seconds is that's all it takes for a woman um, giving birth, like the the peak of the contraction, and then it goes back down. So, just remember that, like, when you're allowing yourself to feel, your the peak of it's only gonna last about ninety seconds, and then but you're dealing with it, you're you're accepting it, and you got to allow, give yourself permission to to. Feel this way, and just and it really helped me. This is where self care is so important because you really have to be getting enough sleep, trying trying to eat in a in a good way to give yourself you know the nutrients you need, drinking water, um, exercise, um, but you also like meditation here is important because it allows you to just to feel your pain and your and feel where it's coming from in your body like for me it was just an aching pain in my chest and so when you bec- like when you realize it where it is and identify it like it could re- it just really helps you know bring those feelings out instead of just, pretending that they're not there, you know, which a lot of people do, um, because a lot of people, we tend to be afraid of being vulnerable, you know, we want to play it off, and and that's what I was doing for a little bit, like, playing it off, like, no, you know what, this is not affecting me, (laughs) I was really just, you know, being kind of not real with myself, you know, because I was afraid to just fall apart, you know, and, and so... But you kind of have to a little bit, uh, being vulnerable. And I know my aunt, um, you know, she's dealing with this in a way that, you know, like some people like to just keep busy and, and pretend that they're not uh, affected by it. But you can't, like, we all have to come to an agreement that we are all vulnerable i don't care who you are like you know the the most machoist man out there you know has feelings in a heart uh so we all are vulnerable and, and feel pain and so that's step number one is to allow yourself and feel it and really identify it, where it's coming from, you know, in your body, where is it at, you know, is it in your chest, your stomach, is it achy, um, pulsating, is it loose, is it tight, you know, just feel where it's coming from, um, and then, you know, the, the next thing that really, what really brought me out of this funk was um, I, ha- I actually had two amazing events that I bought tickets for like a few months before uh, Tyler Perry's Medea play live play the farewell tour um, and I went and and I I was so down in the dumps like I was even thinking of not going because I just it it just felt, like I say, I was hating life, and I just, everything felt so depressing. And, but I, told you know, I talked to my dad, and he was like, just go, you'll feel better. And, um, and so, you know, I said, you know what, I'm gonna go, and I got a little dressed up, and I felt better, and then I, I went, and I, I felt better in the moment. And, but then the next day, I just felt so sad again. I'm just like, what is going to help me get out of this? Like, this is terrible. Like, no matter what I was trying, like, nothing really got me out of this, like, dark cloud. And then a couple of days later, I actually had tickets to see Mariah Carey. And I'm like, and I didn't I couldn't even get, like, super excited about it. Um, and I was, and it was just this uh, the weekend that Daylight Savings Time happened, so, like, and the concert was on a Monday, and I was, like, so exhausted, and I was, like, uh, should I even go, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, what's wrong with you, this is Mariah Carey, like, just go, and then when I thought about it, like, I'm going to see Mariah Carey, then I started to get excited about it, uh, even though it was, like, on a Monday after Daylight Savings Time, I was so tired, but I'm, like, I got excited about it, started to listen to the, you know, her songs in the car, and then I got home after work, and I got ready, and then I went, and then, um, and then as she was coming on, like, I just felt so, like, so happy that I, like, started to tear up that I'm like, oh my god, I'm seeing Mariah Carey right now, like, and... And in that moment, I, like, had a connection to my, like, younger self. And I remember when I was, like, I was 12 years old. I I calculated it because uh, her Rainbow CD came out, and that came out in 1992. So I was 12 years old. I was going through my parents' divorce, which was horrible and you know kids were teasing me about my me being chubby and i just remember feeling the same way like everything sucks and it's it's terrible and and her song came on from that cd and it was um can't take that away from me and like that song like empowered me and like i just felt you know, like, the lyrics, I mean, everyone, you should go listen to the song, it's so beautiful, but it's, like, the lyrics are saying, like, you know, they, nobody can take the light inside of you, and so I just, like, connected to that moment, and remembered that, like, everything will be okay, you know, and there's gonna be happier times, um, that you can get through this your family can get through this and so like in that moment I was just like oh my god like you know I I really didn't realize how much you know Mariah Carey impacted my life you know and so um I that finally got me out of that funk like I just you know it was, it was so happy, and thankful, and I had such a great time, so, the next, you know, that takes me to the next step, is, you know, connect to a time where you just felt like, you know, hope was lost, you know, and just remember that, you know, you got out of it, and that, you know we we are all stronger than we think. You know, I like that one quote is like you know, you're not you don't realize how strong you are until you're forced to be. And it, it it's so true, you know. But at the same time, being strong is also being vulnerable. You know, and that's why I'm not like embarrassed that I'm kind of I'm choking up as I'm uh telling you this story because it's, you know, we it's true and it's real and i i'm choking up because i'm i'm happy i'm happy that that moment happened because now i can go on and contribute good things in life instead of think that life is hopeless and that there's no point you know so that's It's kind of like choked up, happy tears again of that moment. It was so powerful, Um, but I think it's that's so important to remember that you've made it through other hard times, you know. And and then that's uh, a lot of realization, you know, came to mind when tragedy tragedies like this happen especially to younger people is that you know we're all we all are gonna die and it's sad and it's one of those things in life we can't fully understand and, and and won't ever will um and depending on what religion or if you don't believe in a religion you know that that's also certain things that um you think about Um, but at the end of the day, regardless of religion or whatnot, we all are gonna die. And so, you know, we all hope to die at an older age, um, but some of us are just not, um, gonna make it there, and it's just another time to, you know, realize that life is precious, and to not take, you know, people for granted, um, or your life for granted, uh, because one day we will all pass away, Um, so we should, you know, be grateful for each day that we are alive, and get to contribute to the world, so, you know, just continue to try to hold that gratitude close to you, uh, as well, um, and then, you know, my last, um, step is, um, just try to disbelieve those, those, li- those, th- kind of, yeah, those lying thoughts that, you know, life is sucks, life is unfair, uh, life will never get better, um, just all these things, because it's not true, and, you know, those are thoughts we have to stop, um, in their tracks, because if you keep feeding them, you know, it's, that's where it becomes dangerous, you know, you'll, as you lose hope, you know, it it gets worse, so, just try not to disbelieve things like that, um, or try to disbelieve things that are saying things to you like that, like oh, you know, you're you're never gonna amount to anything, or um, you know, if you just lost your job or something, or um, you're you're never gonna find the person that's right for you. Um, you're ne- you're never gonna stop um, going through. Um, tragedies or, or be afraid of of everyday life because something bad's going to happen you know that and it's like you know you can't live like that with those thoughts um so try to stop those thoughts in um as soon as they happen by speaking out loud and saying no uh, i that is not going to happen and, and yes bad things will happen that's inevitable but Say out loud, I'm. I can get through this. There will be happy times as well. You know, you gotta speak out loud. And and I definitely would say, you know, I have to add this because it's. I think it's the number one piece. Also, is my faith. Um, you know, I definitely have gotten through a lot by praying and um, listening to. I love Joyce Meyer. She um, has got me through a lot, and and has tried has made me realize a lot of things. So um, definitely, my faith is a big part in how I've been able to get through a lot of things, and also my family. Um, and but I know like a lot of people might have different religious views, or or don't believe in religion at all. Um, but if you do want to ask more in detail about. The things that I do um, with regards to my faith, my Christianity, um, just you know, message me on Instagram, and I'm more than happy to talk to you about that um, if you want to know more about that. But those are definitely some things that have helped me, um, and it's important. And it's important to, you know, as I said, you know, life does go on. Um, try to schedule things, you know, like, I, I, I had this concert, um, some, uh, already before that happened, but, you know, try to still partake in things like that, and, you know, try to say yes if people ask you out to, for lunch or dinner, and, you know, cause, we, um, you can have happy times, I know, in the moment, so, you know, you're like, how can I even, you know, it's almost like you feel guilty for having a good time, you know, and that's understandable, but, you know, especially in times of loss, you know, also think about how the people that have gone, um, you know, they, they wouldn't want you to suffer, you know, if, if they were were here, or if they could come back for a moment, they would tell you to go on and you know be as happy as you can and and make the most of life that you can while you when, while you have it. Um, so just and and you know another thing that people can do, especially if someone's been lost through a tragedy is, you know, get, um, my, like, my aunt who lost her daughter through um, gun violence. Uh, she, you know, she's a part of support groups with other moms who've lost their children. And, you know, try to get in support groups that have gone through similar things as you or, um, you know, volunteer with causes that help. You know, if, like, if you've lost a loved one to suicide, or, you know, help, you know, get on, help volunteer on, uh, on suicide hotlines and just things that will keep your loved one's memory alive and, and just, you know, working hard for them, you know, and, um, so that you can help other people because it helps when you help other people and hear, you know, other people going through it as well, you know, so, and then also be, you know, just try to make sure you have good people around to support you, this is also a time to get with loved ones, and that's why it was hard for me being, living away, it was hard, like, that's the worst part, you know, and that's why, um, you know, has me thinking that I should move closer, Um, but, but I'm still, you know, I can call and that's the thing about technology and I could be there for them as much as possible. But if you're able to be there with your family, like be there as much as possible, call your loved ones. I know it's weird and awkward. You're like, well, how, you know, how can I, what can I say or, but I think just having you call them and even if it's for like five minutes, I feel like that shows so much, you know. Um and be there for the ones that think they <laughs> that, or that say they're okay and fine and you know the strong ones they like to seem that they're strong, but you know they everybody needs support and love and help. Um and if you're one of those people that you know doesn't like to be vulnerable, you know, this is a time for you to to be it, like, it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay for you to accept help as well. You know, I have, you know, my aunt who's like, you know, does, won't accept help and wants to do it all. And, you know, this is the time to accept help and and whatnot. So, um, yeah, those are the things that I think have helped. Um, because, yeah, I, again, we're we're all going to lose... People we love at one point in time or another—it's—it's um, it's terrible and it's sad and—but um, we can definitely learn how to cope with it and live with it. Um, nobody ever gets over some something like tragic um, as something like that, but um, learning to manage it in healthy ways, like I say, because some people can turn to negative things, and, you know, drinking, um, drugs, um, as I said, sex, sex, people, people don't think of sex as a bad thing, but it is if you're, you know, because sex can be a way that you escape, you know, and you get, because we all have that need, all, all of us have a need for connection, so if we're not getting that you know it could be done in in an unhealthy way which is yeah um you know cheating uh having all these partners and you know with using unprotected sex and it just can lead to a lot of bad things as well if you're not careful with it um so yes sex can be a bad thing (laughs) if you're you know kind of using and abusing your body in that way and and it worse, abusing other people, um, by using them for your emotional needs and not really caring or wanting a, a true relationship with that person, so, yeah, you know, it's, it's times like these where we need, um, like I say, if you don't have a significant other or something, you know, reach out to family and for that connection and, or, um, you know, like I said, volunteering, Um, But yeah, there's plenty of healthy ways to deal with this. Um, But yeah, acknowledging that it's okay, that you do need help with this, and that it's okay to feel like garbage and sad. I mean, especially if something tragic has happened. Um, And uh, disbelieving any negative or bad thoughts that will allow you to lose hope um and just trying to schedule things that can bring uh more happiness and good times um and healthy ways to deal with things like exercising, drawing, uh reading, uh podcasting, uh you know, there's a lot of healthier ways to um to cope and manage with loss and grief and suffering. So I hope those tips helped, um, they've helped me a lot, and thank God for Mariah Carey, you know, I know some people um, don't see celebrities, like certain, ce- I'm not like, I don't idolize anybody, and but, you know, that's, like, Mariah Carey's voice and her beautiful lyrics, Up, I mean, she's had, like, that song Heroes, another one that's saved a lot of lives and whatnot, um it's just people like that who have are using their talent to give back, and you know that's we can all do that in 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 some way so um it's it's very inspirational so um but yeah, check that song out can't take that away from me. It was on her rainbow album uh that song has pulled me through now twice <laughs> um in times of need, um, but, yeah, a lot of things probably contributed as well, um, you know, my faith, as I said, and, um, family and loved ones, and so, um, and I'm also here if you, you know, message me on Instagram if you need someone to talk to, or if you're having troubles with something, um, I'm always here, um, so until then, uh, I'll post again in May. Uh, We'll see how everything's going and post uh, another kind of something that I'm going through that's helping me. I'll be starting to study for my CPA exam in April. Uh, So that'll be interesting. So uh, (laughs) I'll check back with you all next month. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at masterselflove. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.